Hey everybody, superfan Giovanni here. Welcome to Classic Loveline, episode 452 from June 23rd, 1997. A Monday night show with no guest. Adam and Drew open this episode with an update on Adam Sunburn after spending the previous day at the Gay Pride Parade. This would not be his last visit to a Pride Parade, as they did eventually tape a man show bit sometime later in 99 or 2000, I think. Adam actually strips down a little bit and shows Drew his sunburn, in the tradition of his palm surgery scar, his hernia, and of course the legendary general wart exam from the year 2000. Look forward to that. This episode is newly restored to the archive. It's another Lost Kevin tape. It has not been heard in 17 years, as per usual lately. Producer Anne mentions Adam's girlfriend, Lynette. Drew complains of the heat, and Adam asks callers for sunburn remedies that actually work. Another classic episode, just the love between the two hosts. As per usual, it was recorded in 1997. Some of the medical advice may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and Mike Catherwood on Current Day Loveline. 1-800-LOVE-191. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast One, on Facebook, Podcast One there as well, and PodcastOne.com, the home of all your favorite podcasts. Mahalo and get on. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. I mean, yes! Phone number 1 800 LOVE 191. Fax number 310 854 4455. I'm Adam Carolla. That's Dr. Drew. He's a board certified physician and addiction medicine specialist. And Drew, uh, I'm going to uh, need to call on your uh, medical skills tonight because oh. uh, the sunburn is getting worse. Oh, yeah. I was at the uh, Gay Pride Parade uh, yesterday and uh, wore nothing but a uh, tank top or the uh, wife beater's t-shirt, as yeah. they call it, and uh, stood out there in the uh, hot sun for about four hours and just, uh, I, I have a comical sunburn. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. there's a, I, I, uh, there's the sunburn, there's the painful-looking sunburn, and then there's the, the novelty sunburn. I got the novelty sunburn, yeah. and usually uh, to get a good novelty burn, you have to have a streak of white uh, right. going right across it. Right. If your entire back is just burnt, people feel sorry for you. But if they can see the outline of the Hawaiian shirt you're wearing, uh, then it's comedy right. all of a sudden. I have a sunburn that, that right. uh, Hollywood wouldn't have created because right. it would have been too much. Right. Like, uh, you know, Weekend at Bernie's 3, uh, I have the extra sunburn. All right. You, you want to see this, Drew? Yeah, uh, it's it's starting to bubble up now. Yeah, yeah, sure. All right. Take a look. Oh, yeah. <laughs> how bad is that? Yeah, it's, I, uh, I mean, how bad is I'm that? I'm trying to hold back the laughter. Uh, can you see? All right, hold on. Uh, i got to show the you, girls. Yeah. You you describe it for a moment. Uh, I'm, I'm going to show the lady. It's not that you're wearing a, you're wearing a tank top, it looks like. Yeah. And uh, a halter tank top, I guess. No, I wasn't wearing a halter uh, tank top. Does it itch yet? No, no, yeah, it's no. About a week before I, it does that. I, I, itching at this point, I would consider a plus. Well, that's going to look very, very cool. Have when you put that anything whole... on it? No, I haven't. Nothing uh, really will help. Cool towels. Eh, that's what I'm thinking. Nothing cool works. Towels. Cool towels, that's about it. And, and that's going to look very lovely when that whole area just peels <sighs> off. 
and leaves a lovely white hair. And I'm, I'm guessing... Don't they say that one good sunburn can lead to skin cancer? All right. Well, it's actually correlated <laughs> with sunburns in adolescence, interestingly. Uh, and, and the more that so you Adam's have... Don't no, they say that one good trip to the tub can uh, lead to breast cancer, Drew? <laughs> The more Always sunburn. Has to go back. That's all you've got on me, baby. <laughs> back That's to the all top. You've got on <laughs> That's me. all I need. Are you kidding? <laughs> more sunburn. That's a positive thing, not a negative thing. All right, the baby. The risk. The higher the risk. What? You mean if you're younger? There's sort of a total UV risk, and there's also a number of burns at risk associated with skin cancer. I, I get the feeling when this peels, it's going to peel like an onion. I mean, there's going to yeah, be a groove uh, yeah. where there yeah. was before. Right. Where, where there where there's red, there will be like an indent, a, a lower level of. <sighs> Flesh. Is your girlfriend going to peel your back for you? Uh, she, uh, Some people are into that. That's so weird. I think. No, I'm not peeling. I'm not peeling oh, oh, yet. When, you uh, do. when I do peel? I don't know. I I, uh, I haven't figured that one out yet. I'm just going to like take a uh, loofah to it and get it all over with. You know, speaking of uh, physical and medical problems, have they like are they going to supply us with oxygen tanks in here tonight too? Why? Because of the heat? It's so stuffy. I'm, yeah. I'm already having trouble breathing. All right. Well, you, you know... You crack the door right behind you. Yeah. All right. Uh, so there's my problem. If anyone has any uh, remedies uh, to the sunburn, please tell me. But they cannot involve, um, you know, a cross-country trip or going to your grandmother's house for some sort of uh, elixir that she whips up in her bathtub. I want something easy. Okay? No, no plasters. Right, right. Yes. I, I don't want uh, anything I have to chip off the following morning. All right, it's to the phones we go. Ebony, 15. Ebony? Hello? Hi. Hi. Okay. Um, you guys are cool. I listen to you all the time. Um, my problem is my boyfriend's 30. I'm now living with him, and um, I can't get over his past. Like, I get really jealous of ex-girlfriends. You're living like with him? I'm living with him. Where, where are your parents? Uh, I... I keep in contact with them, but Why do, I can't live with them. Why? What's happening? Are you? Are they physically um, uh, aggressive with you? What? Are they real aggressive with you in some way? No, they. Well, they're really controlling. Yeah. And um, I don't get along with my stepdad at all. Does he do anything overt with you? Does he strike you or anything? He has. Yeah. But. Typically, if young people your age or younger leave home and stay away from home, it's because they're being phys they're being abused in some fashion. Is part of their controlling plan saying uh, no, you can't live with a thirty-year-old? Um, how, how about you can't date a thirty-year-old even? No, no, they don't know where I'm at. Oh. Uh huh. And uh, how did you get hooked up with this thirty-year-old? I met him on the phone by accident. Hmm. All right. So it was meant to be. Uh, yeah. What kind of past does uh, he have? Um, not a bad one. I just, I don't know. He's, he's fine. No, uh, he can't be very fine. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going out on a limb here and saying, no, he's not fine. He's a 30-year-old man who's essentially uh, harboring a juvenile. Are you having sex with him? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So, and, and he's uh, breaking the law, and, and God knows he could be accused of kidnapping or something. Who knows what he's? What he, I mean, it's so it's so bizarre. Yeah. The situation. Uh, what What's this guy do for a living? He works in a machine shop. Oh, okay. And uh, and how does he treat you? Good. He, he treats me real good. Oh, he does. How long have you been going out with him? Uh, about nine, ten months now. Mm-hmm. So since you were uh, fourteen. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. Uh, but, but let's be fair, Drew. He, he was, was 29. Uh, well, he was yeah. just 30, yeah. but <laughs> let's be fair. Was he 30 and you were 14? Yeah. Oh. All right. <laughs> this is uh, uh, guilty. Hey, Ebony. Uh-huh. How, how bad were things at home? Not that bad. It's just... Did you run away from home first? Mm, yeah, pretty much. And I came here, but... Mm, I'm thinking yeah. of the alternatives, Adam, where she could have ended up. Wouldn't have been a lot worse, I suppose, but... Uh, yeah, well, you could have been like a crack whore or something, I guess. Uh, what do you do now? What do I do now? Uh, what do you do now? Uh, to support yourself. What, what do you mean? How do you support yourself? He supports me. Okay. Okay. Do what is school? Oh, for no. Christ's sake. No, she doesn't do anything. What now. the hell does what do you do now mean? Uh, you, you just stay home? Uh, yeah, I go out, but nothing like a daily routine or nothing. You just watch TV and stuff? Just whatever comes up. All right. Oh, Ebony. All right, Ebony. Uh, yeah? You know you can't go through your life this way. No, I'm trying to get a job. You are? Yeah. Okay. Well, what about going back to school or something? I'm working on that. You're working on that, too? Yeah. How hard is that? Don't you just go back to school? You need parental consent, and I... To go back to school, you do? Do you when... talk to your parents at all? Yeah. How often? Um, once every couple weeks. What are you talking to them about? Just anything. Don't, you don't know, they let say, them know I'm okay and everything. Where are you? Come home? Um, they want me to come home. But I'm not, no. <laughs> Your sister left when she was like 14, Adam, didn't she? Yeah. That's wild. I can't even imagine that. I just saw my sister today. Yeah? She's normal. No. <laughs> she really is. She's 33. Uh, wait a minute. 34. She has a uh, young, uh, beautiful, uh, spry She should be talking to child. Uh, I don't know, because uh, I, I think she sort of beat the odds. Yeah. You know what I mean? How uh, did she do it? Well, she's a Corolla. Oh. <laughs> How did you, how did she she has survive? a strong constitution. I, I don't know what the hell. Uh, well, how did she support herself? What did she do when she was out there at 14, 15? Oh, she, uh, I think she got a job at like a clothing store and lied about her age and uh, basically um, lived that one. was like managing the place by the time she was 16 and a half or something. Mm. Well, Ebony, don't have kids. Uh, this guy is not what he seems to be. And I know you don't have the frame of reference to judge that, but uh, he is not. He's, he's terribly flawed in some way. And well, he works at a machine shop. And, and he's not helping you. Uh, I, I, I don't know how bad things could be at home, but uh, to be with people from your same, at least involve with people from the same gene pool, I think would be better than where you are. I, I don't know. Um, but take care of yourself. Get, get out of this situation. Do what Adam says in terms of getting a job or getting, getting back to school. And try to try to... Find some way to get back into the home environment with your parents, where thing, but but in such a way that it's safe for you. I mean, if, if yeah, indeed it's an abusive yeah, environment, no, 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 I mean, call child protection. Call it's called social services, Ebony. Maybe they can help you. Uh, just don't have any kids or get hooked on heroin uh, in the next couple of years. Uh, get a job, and then you'll, you'll you'll actually be ahead of the game by the time you're 17 or 18, because everyone else will just be uh, fresh out of high school, and you'll have already uh, been in the working world for a couple of years. Mark, 26. Yeah. Hey. Hey, how you doing? Good. I got a question. Okay, I'm involved in a marriage for the last three years. And 
over the last three years, I've been separated four times. Mm-hmm. Okay, I would say it's mainly because of mother-in-law. What happens? She, uh, every problem that ever comes up, she runs to mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. And mother-in-law, you know, gives her feedback, and next thing you know, holy hell breaks loose. What kind of problems does she run to the mother for? Anything. Like what? Uh, whether or not her car don't start, it don't matter. Anything. Give us an example. Okay, uh... She she wanted a different type of car after I just purchased her one, and I told her, well, you know, we spent X amount of dollars on this. We can't do it again right now. And so she runs to mother-in-law. Holy hell, breaks loose. <laughs> I mean, mother-in-law don't even, you know, she don't get involved with me. Oh, uh, listen, I don't trust any. Uh, here's the deal. Here's my feeling uh, on this. Uh, I've never had a girlfriend whose parents I couldn't handle. Well, I can't handle them. I, I tell uh, shut up, back off. Listen, someone's nuts here. Either you're nuts or your wife is nuts. So we know the mother-in-law's nuts. Well, we already know that. We know she's nuts, yeah. but it still takes two to tango. Yes. And uh, it sounds like uh, what your wife needs to do is uh, sort of put her in her place a little bit. Okay, but she won't. All right. Well, then uh, you're going to have to base the relationship on that. Give us another example of what she's going to the mother about. Uh... It could be anything from Give uh, me a specific, for dinner. No, a specific circumstance. What happened? Okay. Uh, we we wanted to move. Mm-hmm. That way we would put distance in between families. Mm-hmm. Uh, vehicle broke down. Her vehicle broke down, so we came back. Uh, wait a minute. Already you lost me. You were en route? Yes, we are on our, on our route, out of state. With everything packed up? Everything packed, ready to go. And your and vehicle broke vehicle. down? She broke down. Yeah. And we why did you... her vehicle back home. Where her family is. Why? Why do we tow it back? Yeah. Uh, what are we going to do? Sleep on the road? Well, why didn't you tow it to the new place? Well, that was like 1,500 miles away. Did you have the new place? No. No, <laughs> we were just going to go there. Well, you're going to camp anyway. <laughs> what do you mean, sleep by the side of the road as opposed to sleep where? When you got to the city, you didn't have a place. Mm, true. All right, listen. Uh, see, uh, these are all uh, thinly veiled excuses. Okay. Uh, she should not be heading back to the mother-in-law uh, when you're trying to leave town. And you you uh, are defending her and you by saying, uh, what are you supposed to do, sleep on the side of the road? Well, we have two kids. All right, but where were you going to sleep when you got to wherever you're going to? We were going to get there and, per- you know, get a house then. Uh, that day? That same day. What? You're just going to go house shopping that day? No, no, no. I have family where we were going to. Okay. Uh, you're going to stay with them? No, no. They had already set up a deal for us. All we had to do was show up with the cash. All right, so, all right, so you did have a place. Well, it, he wasn't in my pocket at the time. All right, so, and so when you got home, when you went back to your mother-in-law, what happened? Uh, she was really nice, really mellow. No, no, you took the car back to the mother-in-law. What happened? She was very nice. She mind her own business for about two months. and then Wait, wait, two months? Why did you drop the car off and get on about your business? Where are we going to drop this car off? With your mother-in-law. Leave it there for a while. Okay, we'll leave it there with mother-in-law, and how are we going to... See, play? Mark? All right, listen, Mark. Listen, uh, son of Pinhead. My uh-huh. God, come on, you're 26 years old. You yep. can't get a car fixed in under two months? What do you mean, what are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to do? You tow the car back to the mother-in-law's house, and a uh, day and a half later, you're on the road again with a full tank, and uh, you're uh, counting out-of-state plates. That's how normal people conduct their lives. Oh, okay. Just because uh, the alternator gets fried halfway to uh, Crapville no, does not no, mean motor you... Blew. All right, the motor blew. All right, even if the motor blew. 
you know, you can get a rebuilt dropped in there uh, for uh, six, seven hundred bucks, yep. and you can do it in uh, in a long weekend if you have to. Yep. Especially a guy like you who's worked on a car too. Yep. All right. So what what's going on? Why aren't you taking control of the situation? Because she does not want to leave mother. All right. You are using mother as an excuse for uh, not being a man in the relationship. You're not stepping up to the plate, Mark. You're blaming everything on her mother. It doesn't sound like you're making realistic plans. You're not following through. I mean, take take control of your lives together. Make realistic plans and follow through on them. Okay. And and here's what we don't want to be too hard on you, Mark. You sound like a nice guy, but as long as you put all the focus into the mother, uh, your mother-in-law, that is, then you become powerless. You are giving her all of the power. Whenever you blame externals for your situation, your problems in life, you can't change. You can't learn because it's always something else's fault. Well, what, what was Mark supposed to do? Yeah, it was her mother-in-law's fault. Not so unusual for a daughter not to want to leave her mother. And for, to run back to her mother for support. Not so terribly unusual. Right. But to the extent that that reinforces your powerlessness and gives you an excuse to, to focus on as to why you are ineffective and in carrying through the things you want to do in life, mother-in-law's the perfect out. Right. All right. Stop making mother-in-law the scapegoat. Listen, everybody, please listen to me. Uh, there are nutballs and uh, a-holes and people willing to do you wrong on every corner. Uh, sad but true. And oftentimes they're in your own family and sometimes you work with them and uh, sometimes they fix your car and sometimes uh, you work for them or they work for you and sometimes you marry into these people. But they're out there. They're always out there. And here's the deal. It is your job to take control of your situation and not be controlled by them. Right. To not, be, not blame anything on anything you can't change. You can change only that which is in, within yourself. Right. Oh. All right, Drew. Uh, Holly. Hi. Hey, you're 34. Yeah. <laughs> Long time listener, second caller, second time caller. All right. I talked to you before. Um, yeah, I have a remedy for your sunburn. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Noxzema. Get some Noxzema, the cream stuff. Put it in the refrigerator, let it over, like overnight, let it get cool. Overnight? Well, yeah, well, whatever, just as long as it takes to get cool. Oh, okay. Cool. And then right. take it out and put it on your, on your sunburn. It helps, kind of cools it. You know, I... This is a Midwest uh, remedy, right? Is it Midwest thing? I I know somebody I read a long time ago. I don't know where I did it one time, and it really helped a lot. It's very soothing. It helps it. I was talking to a friend of mine uh, tonight on the phone before uh, I came in here, and uh, it was a kind of a funny conversation because I was saying, you know, it, it my shoulders are so tender that I can't really rub stuff into them. I have to sort of pat it on uh, oh. as if as if uh, it's, it's it's as if I was I, I cut someone else's arm off at the elbow and was using uh, their um, hand and forearm to put to apply stuff sort of patting it and rubbing it oh. in a bad circle and then I thought to myself you know this feels kind of strange it's kind of weird to touch yourself this way I was explaining uh, to the guy and he goes uh, uh, listen uh, you whack off four <laughs> times a day I said uh, yeah <laughs> all right touche I see your point. Okay. The thing about this Noxzema thing is out in this part of the country, they have all these, what they call them, after-sun creams and post-cream, all kinds of fancy stuff. Right. Hey, uh, now nobody with is, aloe. Yeah, nobody <laughs> uses Noxzema out here. It's always, always oh, there's a, you know, a million-dollar cream. Oh, they there. use it. It's just not on their back. Uh, so, Holly. <laughs> yeah? What do you need? Oh, another question. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, question for Dr. Drew. Yeah. Hi, Drew. Hi. Uh, my question is concerning... Uh, there, um, not, uh, not that I, there's, okay, there's alcoholism and drug addiction in my family, mm -hmm. and, and I am, I never, and I never 
got into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have older family members that did. Mm-hmm. And, um, but whenever I take, uh, I never smoked, never drank, never took drugs or anything, never experimented or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, when I take, when I'm very, I don't like to take stuff unless I really have to. And when I do take stuff, I get really strange dreams, like nightmares. Mm-hmm. Is this normal? Is this whatever? What kind of stuff are you talking about? Oh, this, I mean, the dream starts out normal, but all of a sudden it starts... No, what, what kind of stuff are you talking oh, about? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, if I take anything like antibiotics, anything over the counter, um, like antibiotics or aspirin even, or mm, even a well, uh, anti-inflammatory, have an arthritis kind yeah, of Yeah, again, tune into the specific medications which are causing the nightmares, because there's a lot of medications that can alter your sleep and cause nightmares out there. Um, what has gone on uh, with society? And true, and their uh, ability to listen. Is it? Is it just me? Am I on some sort of tear? Am I looking for this in every caller now? Yeah. Or, is we're, that what it yeah, is? Yeah, we're doing a little bit of that, yeah. Because we, 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 we've heard it so much, it's finally getting on our nerves. I, I, I have no patience for anyone anymore. Yeah. I, I, I swear to God, I, I only want to talk to Tony Randall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no one knows what I'm talking about now. But the, the point is, is uh, sometimes when I take stuff... Uh, I feel different, and um, then I'll take the stuff, and I'll have a nightmare. What kind of oh, stuff really? do you take? No, 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 no. We'll try this again. We'll try it again. All right. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Uh, I take stuff, and I feel weird. I, I, I take stuff, and it gives me nightmares and stuff. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what are you taking? True. You're, you're dumber than they are. Oh, Isn't for it? Christ's sake. That's what I'm trying to reenact. Drew, what I you asked, uh, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is anybody? Uh, is any anyone who ever questioned that this show uh, was planned out in any form or any way? Uh, please, uh, if this is not a glowing example of the fact that uh, we uh, absolutely have no rhythm, no timing, no nothing, and no rehearsal. Now, here's what happened, Drew. Yes. She kept saying stuff, stuff, stuff. Yeah. Uh, I take stuff, and then sometimes I take stuff and I have nightmares. Right. And you said, what kind of stuff? And she said, well, the nightmares oh, are... Right. She used the word stuff, even... I see. And she was using the word stuff, and I she see. still didn't put stuff and stuff together. I see. Oh, but God bless you, Drew, for screwing it up eight times before I had to come in and fix it. All right, Drew? Yeah. Uh, sell the hell out of the next call, please. Uh, one of your uh, friendly Mountain Dew drinkers wants to speak with you. Uh, you know, I've changed my image on this ever uh, since the GM yelled at me. He wants to know about sperm count and dew. Oh, okay. Hey. The voices hey. are trying to throw me off while they're... Tr- while I'm trying to concentrate on this. Okay, you're safe. Thank you. Love line, I'll be right back. When you're ready to buy a car, you got to go True Car because True Car is changing car buying forever. Yes, True Car helps car buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Everyday True Car users receive negotiation free guaranteed savings, and True Car users save an average of $3,221 off of MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. Dr. Drew? First, download the TrueCar mobile app or go to TrueCar.com to find out what others paid for the car you want. Then, second, register to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. Yes, and third. Third, it's simple. Take your guaranteed savings certificate to the TrueCar certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features not available in all states with TrueCar 
You can save time, save money, and never, ever overpay. To see how much you can save on the car you want, simply download the True Car mobile app or visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. This is Dr. Drew. And Adam Carolla. Welcome back to Loveline on 98KUPD. Hey, shut that door, Drew. What's going on in here all of a sudden? Or is it just I held up? Oh, it's just so windy in here all of a sudden. Because there's a cross ventilation finally. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to see if I can't uh, cross ventilate uh, my shorts later on tonight. Phone number 1 800 LOVE 191. Fax number 310 854 4455. I'm Adam Carolla. That is uh, Dr. Drew. And it's back to the phones we go with uh, David, 14. Hey, Adam and Drew. I'm a second-time caller to your show. Uh, I had a question concerning uh, if can high amounts of caffeine, uh, if caffeine is taken in high dose, because I'm a major Mountain Dew drinker, if uh, caffeine is taken in high doses, can it affect the sperm count in any way? And if so, how does it affect the sperm count? Uh, that's a fascinating. How much uh, do, do you drink? A lot, Adam. Um, probably over a, over a case a week. I drink Mountain Dew like most uh, your average Joe in the seventy did. You know, Quaaludes. Oh, really? Well, this is this is the uh, average yeah. Joe in the seventies did Quaaludes. Yeah. Uh, did most guys do a case of Quaaludes a week. Uh, you drink. Uh, all right, so let me do some uh, math here. You drink about five cans or four cans a day. Probably more, more around five. I remember David. David's the guy you had to put on hold several times and threaten to hang up on him a bunch. Oh, really? Yeah. you got a good memory, Drew, for someone who doesn't remember the word stuff am after I, it was said am repeatedly. I, am, I, am I correct? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm with you on that stuff thing, Adam. Stuff and like are, I think, two of the most ridiculous, overly used words in the English language. Uh, what kind of words? Stuff and like. Uh, how are they? Overused. Mm-hmm. What did you use to describe them? Ridiculous. Which word? Ridiculous. All right. Thank you, Adam. Oh, please. It's, it's, it's like pulling teeth. I, I'm more a dentist than I am a talk show host. All right, David. Uh, Drew, what about the, the Dew? You As know, you know, almost... uh, I, I have nothing but fond words about Mountain Dew because uh, they're produced by Pepsi, and um, it is uh, Nectar of the Gods now. It's been upgraded from Nectar of the Tards. Uh, and, and really, uh, I'd like to say about Mountain Dew, I was all wrong. Uh, if you really look at the people, the average guy who drinks Mountain Dew, yeah, uh, some of the greatest uh, minds of our time uh, drank Dew. Einstein, Einstein, big Drew, uh, big Dew drinker. Thank picture, you. Pictured off with a can, I think. Uh, guys like David over here, uh, right. uh, physicists, uh, sociologists, uh, ambassadors, uh, royalty, all with the Dew can in their hand. Uh, think about it, Drew. Uh, you've seen uh, Menachem Begin. Um, uh, Kissinger, uh, all big dew drinkers. <laughs> Most of faculty to uh, Ivy League schools uh, can be seen uh, going down the hall during a break, uh, toting a Mountain Dew. C do have you seen that, Drew? You went to uh, one of these yeah, colleges. I, somehow I missed that. But uh, okay, uh, deal is uh, just about anything can affect sperm count and motility. I mean, uh, you know, any pharmacologic agent, anything in excess, could decrease sperm count. I don't know that it necessarily does. Uh, fairly high caffeine concentration in that product, so it's uh, certainly a possibility, but I doubt that it really has a significant impact. But uh, how about a 14-year-old just getting beaked up on caffeine every day? It's not 
the picture of health. Okay. It is not. Not, uh, not a good idea. No. I didn't drink uh, Coke or Mountain Dew or any or coffee or anything like that when I was 14. You ate weeds. Uh, I ate weeds uh, because my mom boiled them uh, because of this uh, goddamn Yule Givens. Uh, do you remember him? Uh, uh, there was a guy. Uh, thank God this uh, we've uh, outgrown these times. We're back in the processed food era. There was some kind of a food rebellion uh, that went on in the uh, mid-70s. Early 70s, yeah. Yeah, and the problem was is uh, when you're a kid, you are at uh, the, the, the whim of your parents, uh, food-wise. Whatever uh, trend your nutty parents uh, get on to, that's it. I mean, if they're up uh, late night and the juice man comes on, uh, then it's juice the next day. And you, you can't say a goddamn thing, right, Drew? That's right. Uh, my mom, uh, hanging out with her hippie friends, and, uh... <laughs> what does she think about all that now? I, my mom tries to not to think Th about her past. Does she defend it, though? Uh, her hippie friends? No, her hippie dietary habits. Uh, my mom's like Jane Fonda's. Uh, look, my mom looks at her past like Jane Fonda looks at her past. Uh, going over there and, uh, you know, uh, defending the, uh, uh, North Koreans and whatnot. Uh, I mean, uh, North Vietnamese. Uh, oh. Just, uh, basically, uh, it's not something you want to talk about. You just oh. move on. Uh, like that's Patty a, Hearst. So, yeah, my mom, that's right. My mom has a history like Patty Hearst, except for the money. We were just like the hearses, except for flat broke. Ah. So, uh, actually, it's the only good reason to be like the hearses is the money, but, um, this Yule Gibbons uh, a-hole was on, who's uh, long since died, but uh, this guy used to do this Grape Nuts commercial where he's talking about many parts of the pine cone were edible, and there's this whole big movement about uh, organic foods, and granola had just hit the scene. Yeah. I have no idea where granola was uh, for the last uh, couple of thousand years of human history, but somehow, in 1973, someone came up with the word granola, and everybody had to have granola. <laughs> and uh, not only did we have to have granola, but we had to have it through, a, like, a hand-thrown pottery jar and stuff. It, oh, so uh, so my mom got this idea, probably uh, probably half-baked uh, with some of her buddies, uh, headed out to the backyard, harvested a few weeds, and cooked them up. Oh. Uh, it was, uh, some sort of, uh, you know... Uh, it was like really like some sort of bad prison camp experiment, you know. Yeah. Uh, let's see what'll happen to him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, check. It's been an hour. He hasn't gone into convulsions. Did yet. she force you to eat them, or were you just just starved you well, so long? I you don't. I don't remember. They were put out there. Whoa. Wow. And then you went next door and had Count Chocula. I uh, went. I used to go next door when I babysat and actually shotgun cans of pie filling. <laughs> I would uh, put a top, uh, take a ballpoint pen, I'd punch a hole through the side of it, and then pierce the top and just just suck the entire content into my mouth. Then, but then you got fancier, didn't you? Add marshmallows and. Uh, I'd make I'd make the uh, Count Chocula compote. Uh, that was uh, the uh, boysenberry pie filling, uh, which is pretty much just boysenberry syrup with little bits of boysenberry oh. in it. Count Chocula. <laughs> Sometimes I just like pull the uh, marshmallows out of the Lucky Charms, put on there, then. Uh, just like uh, dump in some sweet and low and some Ovaltine and it just anything that had a calorie uh, in it. Was processed. Anything that was processed, <laughs> I ate. Yeah. Uh, thank God, you people. Uh, thank God we're back on the old uh, McDonald's uh, processed food uh, bandwagon here in America, and we've we, we've <laughs> we got our bearings straight. I remember that the white sugar was going to kill you. Oh, white, white sugar. sugar and white flour. Anything yeah. white was yeah. going to kill you back right. then. Right. Uh, whatever happened to that? Now everyone's uh, now we're on the fat, but. 
But yeah, white sugar is going to kill yeah. you, and uh, and white flour is going to so bleach and I mean, process. I mean, no, and, nobody oh. ever really talked about the fact that the, the dark stuff was the scum that raised the surface when they boiled the sugar, and they'd scrape that off, and they had a nice white sugar. Oh, oh but uh, please, uh, my mother with that uh, propaganda, that uh, health food propaganda, and oh, oh, please, Drew. I swear to God, I wish I could think of it. I mean, oh. Well, it really worked. Uh, John, 18. Uh, hi, Adam. Well, actually, uh, first thing I want to say, the do has been overthrown. Because you'll see over at all the computer science departments where the big money makers are, you're going to find all the surge and everything. Oh, the surge. You know surge? Yeah. Uh, surge, a gay hairdresser? No, 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 surge. It's sort of like hyped up Mountain Dew. It's like Jolt? Well, no, Jolt, I'm immune to Jolt. First time I took a sip of Surge, I could feel it. Work. Oh, really? This stuff, it's basically Mountain Dew plus pure sugar. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's uh, that's wonderful. But anyway, this is the new preferred drink of all the computer programmers in the world. Mm. All right. Well, anyway. uh, humanity is moving forward. Anyway, right. so um, down to business. I, about a month or so ago, was, um, in May, I, I was set up for prom with a friend of mine, or now a friend of mine. For prom? Yeah. Okay. Well, I wasn't finding anyone, and someone took pity on me and said, hey, you know, I know someone who, you know, who you could get along with at least for the night. Just, Adam, give us a sort of an image here, John. Uh, well, the first thing he spoke about was um, soda and computers. So uh, that paints a very bleak picture. Um no, no, Drew. No pocket liner. Uh, I'm guessing uh, bad haircut, uh, bad rims on the glasses, uh, uh, Orion's belt, and acne on the uh, on the forehead. Uh, pasty white, uh, spindly. Am I right, John? Except for the acne and the bad haircut, yeah. All right. Um, well, I'd like to talk to some of your friends white, about I mean, that haircut. Even look, I've tried. Like spending days outside and I never tan, I just burn straight. Right, off. right. The noxema, uh, that works. I'm originally from the Midwest, and yes, it is a Midwest thing. Uh, all right, um, so you got set up. Uh, so I got set up, and I'm, you know, I've seen her quite a few times since then, and I don't know, I really would like to you know, start like a dating type relationship, but I'm not sure. I mean, I'm absolutely petrified to actually. Right say anything like that around her. I mean, if I'm just so scared if I say the wrong thing, then... Why? And why is it that uh, smart guys are, are so dumb with women? What is that, Drew? When well, you're older... Because, it, because everyone knows that they only want the captain of the football team. Uh, you they talk... Oh, yeah, please. Listen, I was the captain of the football team. I never got anything in high school. Sometimes uh, of, a, of a sort of uh, dynamic is going on where Smart guys are smart because that's the way they learn to feel good about themselves. That's a compensation yeah, thing. Generally, they don't feel so good about themselves. Right, and they, they do and, Monty Python and, bits and, and to they, feel good so about they, themselves. And, and, right, and so they don't develop the social interactions <laughs> and the reinforcement that really <laughs> makes them feel better. I feel sure. bad. I, I, wasn't, I was stupid and couldn't get laid. <laughs> what? How would you like to have that hanging over your head? I mean, uh, here's, let, me, let me tell you about your life here, John. Mm-hmm. You, you're an intelligent guy. Uh, you're a little awkward. You're having difficulty with the women. Uh, yeah. We work uh, in Hollywood. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, all these guys that we see, uh, agents and, and managers and producers and uh, uh, decent amount of radio uh, folks, uh, these guys were all nerds in high school. Huge nerds. Uh, couldn't get laid to save their lives, uh, couldn't play a sport, couldn't do anything. And they're all uh, now in their uh, mid-30s, and, they got, and they're overcompensating. They're making up for it by uh, banging uh, 21-year-old starlets. You're going to be doing this, too, because they got money now. And you can tell because they drive, uh, you know, Corvettes, and they wear a little too much crap in their hair, and their watch is uh, bigger than their wrist is. It, Drew, it, it, come on. Is this, is this the only people we see during the day? Yeah, yeah. Am I right? I, I don't know what they were oh, like. Oh, God, I wish I had these guys' yearbook pictures. <laughs> I swear to God, they, they wear the Italian uh, loafers, and it's and, and, and the... Um, and the other version of this are the guys who went, uh, got into the gothic look. Mm. The guys in the band. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A million piercings, a million tats, uh, uh, bad goatee. Uh, now he's going to get laid because he's got a lot of angst. This guy was an idiot in high school, too. I'd love to get, I want to get everyone's yearbook and, uh, and, and, and call out the, uh, the liars in the group. How do I fit into this since my yearbook is when you uh, You were me. just a dork. I was a dork, too. Please, but we're not cool now. That's our point. Uh, uh, uh. All right, so John. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. You're going to have some lean years. Okay. Uh, but then, mm-hmm. then, uh, then uh, the gravy train yeah, but, will, but also, will come but the, but in. Will come the into the station. This is the beginning of learning the social skills necessary to get what you need from relationships. And you're going to, and you may fumble. You, you know, you, you don't, you don't learn in life without taking risk, and you learn most from your mistakes. Right, uh, and in this situation, you, maybe you're going to have to express yourself physically to this girl, see how she responds to that, or actually just speak up and say, you know, I, I'm enjoying this, and I, I really want to see this relationship grow. Nothing wrong with that, John. They expect it. Okay, and and if and if it doesn't work right, it, it will eventually. And Adam is right. You you will have your day in the sun. Oh, believe me, and your day will last longer uh, than the guys. Uh, it seems like eternity now, from uh, you know your sophomore year to your uh, to your or your junior year, your freshman year to your senior year. But that's just a few years. That's just a blink of the eye. These guys, uh, once you get your career in order, once you start making some money and all that kind of crap, once uh, someone tells you how to dress, uh, you have years and years after that. Am I right, Drew? Thank you. I don't think they're aware of how much they suck. Hey, that's my very nice. You kiss my mother with that mouth. I mean, your mother. Love line will be right back. This is Dr. Drew. And Adam Carolla, and you're listening to Love Line on Arizona's Real Rock, 98 KUPD. Yes, it is Love Line. I'm Adam Carolla. That is uh, Dr. Drew, and uh, I give tonight's show a four and a half. <laughs> Out of ten. Yeah, I'm really, uh, yeah, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm not just not hitting the mark tonight. Well, I'm not all really, it's, it's a weird energy night, too. No. Nah. you kind of off a little bit. Is it? I'm just tired. I, I, I got a ki- sunburn. My kids huh? started uh, some summer school today at 8 in the morning. And I couldn't get to sleep till 1.30 last night. You know, what the hell are they going to summer school for? What do you go for? Some, they're, they're, they're two and a half. They're four and a half. All right. They're four and a half. What do you do with summer school? What do you do with three, four and a half year olds all day? All right. Well, just call it what it is. It's, it's uh, summer school. Oh, no, ah, no. It's a drop zone. Oh, no, no. They're all pretty structured in this day. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen. Uh, oh, let's keep the kids busy. 
Uh, it's right. keep the kids busy That's place. Right. That's right. All right. Keep them happy. Keep them busy. Did you go to summer school? I never went to summer school. Mm, a little here and there. I hated it. You did? Yeah, I look forward to summer a lot. Uh, did the uh, little Lord Fauntleroy a school of uh, albino hemophiliacs? Let me let me see what we should call that. Uh, little Lord, uh, is it Font with a yeah. with a uh, yeah. F? Font? One word. Uh, Fauntleroy uh, school, school for uh, um, a albino uh, albino uh, hemophiliacs. The uh, L L F S A H. School you went to, uh, Drew? Did they have? Uh, yeah, they summer have, school. That's where they are now, in fact. Oh, really? Yeah. How'd they get into that? That's, I thought, that's, I thought, open, uh, that's open enrollment. I thought the two dumb ones didn't make it in. They didn't go to the, the main school year. Oh, the, oh the, but they the o- but they opened it up for the uh, for the uh, summer school, right? Uh, and what? What now? See, if if people uh, don't know what's going on, uh, Drew went to a special prep school. They. Uh, prepared you for college. Right. And uh, I went to school, that, it was a prep school, but it prepared you for carpet cleaning. Right. It's a little different emphasis. It was still a prep school. It's just we talked a lot about soil bust, uh, solution tanks, uh, wands. Uh, you did a great job, too. Yo, I was a tremendous carpet cleaner yeah, when I got yeah, out of high school. Yeah. But Drew went to a, a special prep school in uh, Pasadena, and it was uh, all grades. When did you start this prep I school? I started in, like, fourth grade. But, but when could you start? Pre-kindergarten. And just go all the way through yeah. to high school? Yeah. But don't you worry that that's uh, such a like yes. sheltered yes. environment? Oh, yes. Yes, yes. I mean, I really think the parents have to make a distinct effort to develop uh, social environments outside of there. Well, that's not going to happen with you, Drew. <laughs> I mean, come on. Get serious. These kids need a little soul. Yeah. I mean, I mean, a kid... I know it's such a fine line, but a kid almost needs to get his uh, lunch money stolen uh, once or twice in a lifetime. Yeah, uh, yeah. He needs a bully to pick on him a little bit. Yeah. Uh, he needs to get, you know, pick last in a, in a uh, football game. Uh, he needs uh, like, like the alcoholic pedophile teacher to uh, put his thumb in his ass uh, <laughs> when he's had a few too many at the uh, teacher's lounge. I mean... You need a little bit of strife, you know what I mean? Yeah. You need some kid who made a bong in shop class who puts it into your locker and then you get suspended for uh, four days yeah, because you, you the shop, to you know. learn how to deal with failure and deal with life on life's terms. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you. your kid's like wearing a clip-on ascot <laughs> right. and reeking of polo, uh, wearing uh, wafer loafers is not uh, going to make a man out of them. Do you understand, Drew? Well, you bring them over to my place. Yeah, see, I, you'll be around. So. Uh, I'll undo a semester's worth of teaching and, one, and uh, just an afternoon. But we, we met with some of the Westwood One uh, sales staff today, and uh, Adam uh, graciously... Uh, neglected to show up and my daughter came with me oh really she was so furious she wanted to see adam oh really well i've never been my s- I, yeah i've never been so scared of my whole life you groom her for me drew yeah and don't worry she should be my third wife uh, i'm doing the math because <laughs> i think this whole celebrity thing's going to take off uh i figure i'll marry like an extra from baywatch in uh, maybe the next six to eight months oh uh, you're gonna you're gonna have celebrity soon oh yeah oh really what's gonna happen uh, so you working on something you want to tell us about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm working on a comic strip. 
Come on, I got a TV show and a radio show. Oh, Come on, oh, I have oh, to be a celebrity. Okay. All, right, all, right. all right, I'm going to marry a uh, like an extra for Baywatch. Uh, someone who used to date Lorenzo Lamas or Charlie Sheen. I haven't figured it out yet. Uh, that's not going to work out because of my uh, verbal abuse and alcohol abuse. Um, she'll betray me, and uh, we'll break up after about 18 months. Mm. Uh, it'll be a short marriage. We'll get an annulment. Mm. Uh, then there'll be some years of just... Uh, uh, Going about town, being seen in different places with, with different women, uh, yeah. being a uh, being a bit of a catch and a bachelor. Then I'll marry again, and that'll last about four years this time. But she'll die tragically in a helicopter accident uh, when we're uh, skiing uh, somewhere in the Swiss Alps. But then I marry Paulina. She'll be fourteen. <laughs> Good enough for Jerry Lee. Eric, twenty-four. Hello, guys. I sound, sounds like you guys are a little dead on your feet tonight, but I hope you can help me out a little bit here. Yeah, all right. All right. You're right. Uh, we don't need the service from the listeners. <laughs> I think you guys give it enough. You can accept a little bit, huh? Yes. Well, yes. it really is. It's a lot of material each week, and you just can't hit home runs each time. <laughs> um, I have a friend, and I'm kind of worried about her. She's, uh, she's a really good-looking girl, and... Um, She's, I'm wondering what the warning signs are for uh, abuse, I guess. So having survived abuse. Yeah. Uh, I just, she's just, uh, she seems real confident and things like that on the, out, on the outside. And then as you get to know her, um, w well, she and I have had a, a couple, you know, nights too. Mm-hmm. Um, and those were the times where kind of like, uh, she, I mean, all of a sudden she was a completely different person. In what way? Well, normally, like I said, she's really uh, confident and outgoing on the outside. Um, and then all of a sudden she, I mean, her face, her, you know, she'd start breathing differently even. Um, this is during sex? No, not even during sex. Just like, I don't know, she would get really freaked out, like even like kind of beforehand or whatever. It happened during sex, like a couple times too. Right. Did you did you discuss it with her? Well, not as directly. Not um, not right down. Not right directly. I. Uh, yeah, it's always a little weird when someone starts spazzing out during the sex. <laughs> uh, no greater nightmare for the male than uh, the woman having some sort of uh, you know incestual flashback or something. Right? As you're trying to you know. <laughs> You just you spent all this time getting her drunk. Uh, you're just you've, you've been working on her the whole party. Uh, you're ready to go, and uh, all of a sudden uh, there's uh, crying and and yells of uh, "Daddy, why did you do this?" And it's uh, the lights back on. You got a towel on now. Mm. Uh, the neighbors are phoning. This uh, this is horrible, Eric. Well, I, I, I'm wondering. Um, I mean, is there anything we have? I haven't. Uh... Well, what, how do you like her? Oh, I like her. I. I told her already that I would I would really love it if we could be if she could be my like my surrogate little sister. Oh, um, I'm sure she loved that. Yeah. What well, the does that mean? Loved it, but that's that was the truth about it, and uh, we talked about the couple times that we had messed around. And what do you mean you want her to be your surrogate? Uh, you mean you're in a fraternity or something? No, no, no. God, I hate Greek systems. Uh, well, what are you talking about then? Well. I feel really. I, I feel like she could be a, a, a very good friend. Like I feel like I, no. I could hang out with her. And All right. So what? she she but she likes you. Uh yeah. Yeah. No. Well, see, I, I think that she likes anybody who will give her attention. All right. Uh, mm, why not? Yeah, but that that could be a lot of people if she's if she is as good looking as you say. And does she do that sort of thing? 
Yeah, she yeah she does. Yeah. Well, and, she, and she's not. She doesn't sleep around at all. But sort of creating chaos and having difficulty with intimacy, and then these these strange patterns of uh, interaction when you are intimate physically. Just it just all smacks of something going on. You know what she may not be aware of, and the only way you're going to find out is if you discuss it with her. I mean, something is up. And she may be in a position to tell you about it, but you are going to become involved in this person in ways that you may be kind of uh, surprised about. It, it, may, it may be a more of a project than you're really ready to get into. And looking at her as this... Uh, All right, that's enough for a guy who called us half-baked. <laughs> yeah, but lo but looking, looking at her as sort of this, uh, you know, this uh, right. China doll little sister uh, that you're going to take care of, it just, it's not a healthy posture right. to be in with this woman that All obviously right. has stronger feelings. All right, true. I, I don't hear a word you're saying. I don't know. Amy, is it, just, is it me or you? I know, it's both of us. Yeah. We both suck. Uh, and we're, we're uh, digging ourselves into a big sucky hole. Uh, we, I don't know if we can get much deeper. It's, it's almost like we had to just sit around and just chat. Just and we really so should. Because that's, that's what we're doing best. Uh, Amy, At least as far as we're concerned. Amy, 15. Hi. Hey. Um, I just called to say, I mean, I, I wish I could do this like after the show and not online. But um, in a way, I think it's kind of rude how people will call you to ask, you know, for help with their problems. Mm -hmm. And then, like, if they don't, if they don't sound as smart or act as smart as you want them to be, you just bag on them the rest of the time. It seems like you do more bagging on them than you do helping them. Well, that's probably true. And I mean, it's like I know that if I had a big problem, because most of the time you do seem to give pretty good advice. You know, that's probably why a lot of people call you. But like, if I had a big problem and then. You know, I've been waiting to get on and everything, and then I hear how much bagging you do on people. Like that girl for Kip saying stuff because maybe she didn't understand what you meant, like to name the exact pills or whatever that she was having nightmares about. I mean, you know, I wouldn't want to call. You know, okay, well, I have a problem. Maybe he's going to make fun of me just because I can't help my problem. Well, good. I would like to eliminate the a-holes and idiots from phoning into the show. Yeah, you know, listen, Amy, here's what goes on. Yeah, we, uh, here's the deal. We get frustrated because we hear it night after night after night after night. Yeah. And it, 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 it takes a uh, three-minute phone call and turns it into a nine-minute phone call mm -hmm. when we have to argue over semantics. Uh, when someone says, I've been taking stuff, uh, and then one night I took some stuff and had a nightmare, and Drew says, uh, what stuff? And you say, what nightmare? Mm-hmm. This then, we have to then explain it, figure it out, and it ends up uh, making a lengthy phone call. Yeah, but uh, I mean... Our people just need to be smarter. That's it. No, it's not... Yes. It's not, it just need to listen, that's all. Need to listen. Yeah, I mean, in and, a way, and, I think... And I think, right. we're, I, think right, Amy, I think, Amy, we're, we're reacting, I think, to... It, it, we experience it as defensiveness. Mm -hmm. Because it ends up being uh, people repeating the questions and going, huh, and what, and sort of backing away from giving us the straight answer. All right, now here's right. what it is. Amy, uh, you know, we end up getting mad and yelling at the people, but here's what we're yelling at. Not that they're stupid, but that they're not listening. That they called us uh, a national radio show to air their problem in front of a huge audience, and they don't hear a word we're saying. That gets me pissed off. When uh, someone, when Drew says, is there any alcoholism in your family? Huh? Is there any alcoholism in your family? Alcoholism? Uh, yes. No. Then it's no. Is your dad an alcoholic? Yes. Okay. Then you're not listening, and then I'm pissed and, off. And you're defensive, too. Because right? we only have a few minutes for, with each call, and we try to get to it as quickly as possible. Yeah. All right, Amy, you love us now, don't you, baby? Sure. <laughs> 
Okay. All right. Amy, good luck. Bye-bye. All right, you're all right? Yeah. Okay, okay everything do for you? Yeah. Where are you living? Los Osos. Where? Los Osos, California. Sure. And what's going on? You all right? Yeah, I was just, it just kind of, you know, made me mad that people call with their problems and then you go kind of make fun of them. We, we, well, I, right. I assure you, we wouldn't, no, it's not right. We, we wouldn't do it if it were a real serious problem. Right. If it required more serious attention. Yeah. I don't go in for these backdoor shenanigans. Shenanigans. Sex, drugs, rock and roll. Shenanigans. Do we have some sort of best of we could just crank up for the last uh, hour? Uh, this just isn't working out. Tempting, isn't it? <laughs> it really is tempting. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm Adam uh, Carolla. That is Dr. Drew. We're going to regroup, and we'll be back in 10 seconds. This is Loveline on Radio Station. 98 KUPD Tempe, Phoenix. The show is Loveline. Your hosts are Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. He is a board-certified physician and addiction medicine specialist. The phone number, 1-800-LOVE-191. All right. Uh, after the last break, uh, Drew took his headphones off and said, uh, we suck. We haven't sucked like this in a long time. That's very true. We are yeah. uh, sucking like a Hoover upright tonight, Drew. Yeah, and I can't quite put my finger on what it is, but it's, it's pathetic. It's pathetic. Well, but wait a minute. Let's see if I can work out a retarded compliment here. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think we've been good lately. Yeah. And I think uh, the reason we appear to suck so night uh, so much tonight is because it's been a sharp contrast from all the great shows we've been doing. Maybe this is just a mediocre show. No. Nope. No. We suck. Okay. Jason, twenty-one. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, uh, Adam. First of all, I just want to say I love your shotgun beer idea. Oh, thank you. The witch? The shotgun beer. What was that? What was your idea? Well, I'm working on it now in case any of you bastards try to rip me off. It is a uh, beer can that is uh, manufactured with a uh, pull tab on top and one on the side. Oh. Mm-hmm. So that uh, college-age kids can get loaded that much faster without having to shove the ballpoint pen through the side of the can wow. to shotgun the beer. I see. Uh, Drew uh, shotgunned a V8 once, uh, got, a head, uh, got a head rush, and had to go home when he was in the 11th grade. <laughs> All right, uh, and I was wondering, maybe if you want me to show better, you could play a little Dr. Drew Boogie. Uh, you know, I think that's what we need. Not only do we get to hear the Dr. Drew Boogie, but we have like a minute and a half where you don't have to hear our voices uh, making uh, asses of ourselves. Uh, could you find that engineer mic, please? All right, hold on. Now, Jason, uh, because you requested it, the Dr. Drew Boogie. She drinks until she barely has her senses about her, and then she can relax enough to have sex with me. Dr. Drew is right. Ow! Get down, get down, get down, get down. You're gay. Get down, get down, get down, get down. You're sick. I find you have sex with me. You get hurt, have sex with me. Faggot better have sex with me. I want to have sex with me. I was bored, so I had my tongue pierced. I was bored, so I put a spear through my penis. 
tried to be straight or I thought I should be straight and I was confused. Loser. No. Pee on this makes me sick. It hurts when I urinate. Makes me sick. Anal sex makes me sick. This guy's penis makes me sick. I've had anal sex. Gee, it hurts. I've got these lesions. Gee, it hurts. Still a virgin. Gee, it hurts. It's called intimacy. Can I say that? You're fat. Ow! Gay. Confused. Ow! He's sick. Born. Still a virgin. Dysfunctional. Ow! Can I say that? Dr. Drew is right. I'm in pain. My breasts hurt. All right. <laughs> hey, could you play that about another uh, 17 times uh, so we could go home? Did you know that really realize what we're lacking tonight? We lack affect. We're just flat. Is that what it is? I mean, there was feeling in those in those yes. expletives. We're like uh, white jazz musicians tonight with red hair. We are just, we lack We're playing affect. the notes, but we're not driving anything home. Are you tired? Uh, I am uh, disillusioned. Uh, By what? By our performance I'm, I'm, I'm tired. My energy's bad. It's uh, uh, it's like a greenhouse in here. Yeah. Uh, my shoulders are well, on we fire. We haven't told people what that's about, the, the greenhouse effect in here. Uh, it's hot. They, they it, took out the air conditioning. Yeah, it's Westwood, too, and um, it's hotter than hell in here. You guys will be freezing tomorrow. I understand Thank that, God. but tonight, and, and I'm All tired. Right. I am really tired. you so got one more All hour. All right, let's go, True. Let's go now. Come on, Trump. Come on, man. Rally. It's the fourth quarter. He wants let's to go. groom this child for his, uh, you know, abuse farm. <laughs> Uh, hey, Mike, let me hear that one more time, please. He wants to groom this child for his, uh, you know, abuse farm. All right, that is one of my favorites. All right, Jason, here we go. All right, uh, that's a new show. Yeah. Uh, uh, about a week ago, I noticed that when I ejaculate, it stings. Does it hurt when you urinate? Uh, it did once, but then not again. How long has this been going on for? A week? Yeah, just last week I started noticing it. Did you have any new sexual contacts that week? Uh, no. Every, everything's been normal. I was just wondering if it was... Well, it's a problem. Or it's it was well, it's not normal, but it doesn't necessarily mean there's anything drastically wrong. It's probably what we would call a urethritis, an inflammation of the urethra, mm -hmm. uh, and that can be a mechanical thing. Even things like soaps can irritate that, but it can also be an infectious thing. Is it? Uh, doesn't the uh, urethritis close up the tube a little bit there? It could. Oh, you mean if if it goes untreated, you can scar the tube down? Yeah, it can. It can. It can uh, narrow or stenose. Uh, is it coming out like wiper spray, Jason? <laughs> no, no. It's just, you know, you ought to have a doctor look at it. They may want to put you on some antibiotics for a period of time just to sort of take that potential away. But it, it doesn't sound like anything you should be particularly disturbed about. Right. Are, you, are you sexually active? Uh, no. All right. Anyway, All right. if you are, safe sex. Wear a condom. All right. All, All right. right. Thanks a lot. All right, Jay. Uh, have you ever noticed this with wipers? <laughs> I'm trying to do some wiper humor here. But you ever sit at a red light and you notice spray coming on your windshield and you think uh, wh else. where's this coming from it's not raining outside and then you go hey, there's a guy four cars up who's cleaning his you know he's got the washer spray right, going right. and you think to yourself what's the range on one of these things it, it looks to be about 80 feet and i think how difficult is it for the auto manufacturers to point the goddamn uh, wiper why should uh, <laughs> i can't even think go to the next line just point it at the windshield right why does it have to go f sailing over the top of the car and, uh, <laughs> or those ones that, that spray out to the sides. Yeah, just focus the beam on the actual windshield. It's uh, it's uh, it's four and a half inches in front of where the thing pops up. For Christ's sake! All right, Becky, sixteen. Uh, hi. Hey. Finally on the air. That's cool. Um, I got on a Deborah Prevera shot like 
a couple months ago. Right. And now I've been on my period since the 15th of last month. Right, and that's the normal when you're on Depo-Provera, right? They didn't tell you that? Well, it's normal, except it's driving me insane, and my gynecologist gave me estrogen pills for it. Right. And I'm still on my period. They and need to, you know, it's not being on your period. It's it's it's, it's irregular bleeding, mid-cycle bleeding, and that's what Depo-Provera will do, particularly the first three months you take it. And why is it driving you crazy? Okay, I think you don't understand this, but if you had to go to the bathroom every hour or so, I think you'd know why it would drive you crazy. So it's very heavy bleeding. It's not very heavy, but it's still a pain in the ass. It's just a pain in the neck. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, well, the estrogens are what need to be used to try to what's called stabilize the endometrium. And uh, what, what do they put you on exactly? Um, Premarin or something like Premarin. that. Premarin. Do you know yeah. what the dose was? Mm-hmm. What was the dose? <laughs> Did you hear producer Ann there? No, no. She said, girlfriend's cranky. But listen, if you were uh, bleeding for uh, 40 days and 40 nights, uh, you'd uh, be cranky, honey, too. Honey, I know it's like to bleed. Oh. I'm just saying. Speaking of cranky. Yeah, tell her. I couldn't imagine. I would be the world's worst woman. I would be, I, I, I you, you know. You guys can't even stand a little heat for an hour. Uh, and let me explain. <laughs> let alone being bloated, your breasts hurt, your back hurts. I would be, I would, uh, I would constantly be out of tampons and be walking around with like a gym sock in me or something. Because uh, <laughs> I, I do that all the time that anyway. That is attractive, by oh. the way. <laughs> well, you know. I'm just going to wring it out and just. Well, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm constantly going. It, here's my take on stuff. Uh, once I'm done wearing it, it is uh, fair game. But, I mean, I can use it for a multitude of things. Uh, use your imagination. Uh, once the thing, uh, somewhere between the time uh, the shirt, the T-shirt comes off me, uh, before it makes it in a hamper, it has a multitude of chores around my house. This, Ann, is why he wears the same clothing uh, for three weeks at a time. <laughs> I think we need to start playing the banjo music for Adam here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Thank you. Hey, I I uh, I'm uh, I'm a recycler. All I can say is most people take off their socks, uh, underwear, t-shirt, and it goes right from their body into the hamper. There are many stops along the hamper route for me. Uh, I can use it for dusting. Uh, I can use it to dust my belly uh, in, in a pinch. I could uh, topple something over and use it to uh, mop it up. Uh, sometimes I take a really sloppy shower and there's stuff all over the place on the bathroom floor. I'll uh, mop it up with whatever's in there. And uh, once in a blue moon, if I'm uh, out of uh, TP, I will uh, on occasion go for a gym sock. What are you going to do? Uh, it's Becky? all going through the wash. Becky? 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 Yeah, this is Becky. Yeah, just hang in there, Kayla. Uh, uh, I was yelling at my dog. What is the dose oh, of estrogen that animal. you're taking, the Premarin? Uh, one pill a day. Okay. Is it a reddish sort of brown pill? Yeah, like maroon. Yeah. Uh, well, you need to talk to the doctor again. How long have you been on it for? Um, it'll be three months. No, 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 no. The the Premarin. Oh, the Premarin? Uh, for about five or six days. Well, you've barely given it a chance. Has it slowed down any? Um, somewhat. How's your boyfriend holding up with you? Oh, he can stand it. Have they really? checked your thyroid and done other sorts of tests to make sure it's not something else triggering this? Um, no, I haven't, it, but if it doesn't stop, I probably will. Yeah, it's something to do. But the primer usually s stops, and they may need to use a little more hormone to begin with. But, uh, you know, uh, uh, this is Depo-Provera. For people that are thinking about taking that, it's a very effective contraceptive. You take a shot every three months, but for the first cycle, oftentimes, constant bleeding. I'm just picturing uh, Becky at, and then uh, no like, bleeding 42, uh, yeah. with a hysterectomy under her belt, uh, chain-smoking, uh, <laughs> big as a house. Oh, 
Oh, she gonna be a mean mama. All right, uh, Sarah, sixteen. There you go again. I'm getting mean. Yeah. Picking uh, on those people. Well, important problem. To say. Yeah. Mm. Like about that girl that called in about bitching about how y'all bag on everyone. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, first of all, if people didn't like you bagging on people, then they wouldn't call in, you know. And also, I mean, I wouldn't even listen if y'all didn't bag on people <laughs> because it's like what makes it entertaining, I guess. Thank you, you ho. <laughs> uh, See. Okay. Um, and I, my question is, yeah. is there like any unharmful way to increase your sexual drive? Um, what, what's up with you? Why, why would you want to do that? It's, I mean, it's just like not there. Well, you're 16. Yeah. I, if, is it, well, I mean, it used to be there. And what I happened? Mean, like. When you were like 12? <laughs> no, when I was nine. <laughs> yeah, well, it just used to be, but then like I started doing like drugs and stuff, but ah. then, and then like all of a sudden it wasn't there. Okay, what drugs were you doing? Well, I was doing I did ecstasy. Yeah, that's what, that's what I think did it. How many times did did you do it? Only like twice. Twice. What other drugs were you doing? Um, d- well. LSD. I've, yeah, I've done that. And how, ma- done, how many times? Um, just like three or four. Are you still smoking pot? No. Okay. Anything else you're doing? Uh-uh, not anymore. How long ago was your last exposure to one of these drugs? Um, like like a little bit over a year. A year. Have you been depressed since then? No. Well, I got sent away. For what? For drugs. Sent away? Like, to a program. So you went, you went, you were hospitalized? Yeah. Are you on any medications now? Mm, well, like antidepressant. Uh, Zoloft? And mipramine. And mipramine. Uh, these drugs take away your sex drive. They uh, do. Antidepressants, uh, not not so much imipramine, interestingly, but the serotonin reuptake drugs. The most common uh, side effect is a drop in libido or sex drive. Uh, that's what people complain about most. Some thing about drugs like Prozac is that they're so damn effective that people are so relieved not to be so profoundly depressed that they'll just they just live with the le- the diminished sex drive. But for those people for whom the depressions were not that severe, these days we're using so damn much Prozac. Uh, the the lowered sex drive can be very very disturbing. Okay. So just like you know, like herbal ecstasy. Or no, 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 Sarah. No, it's a no. it's a side effect of a medication. Okay. Listen, Gubernat. Talk, talk to your Hold doctor. On. She said she liked it. <laughs> we're abusive. Uh, listen, uh, you're you're about ready to uh, uh, crack you open and uh, start a pharmacy. Uh, you're you're 16 for crying out loud. You've already been through uh, rehab. Don't look to uh, change your mood or affect through taking more drugs. Well, don't don't look look look. Your body will take care of itself. Your sex drive will be there if you just if you don't do drugs. If you eat right, exercise, it will be there. Just focus on your sobriety now. You're 16. Yeah. It's all right. And, and you can chill to, a little bit. I'm not saying don't take your mipramine. Absolutely, I'm not. But talk to the doctor who's prescribing it, and, and if it's important for you to still be on antidepressant medication, maybe they can find something that doesn't suppress your. Here's sex drive. what I don't understand about suppressed sex drive. Uh, if if it's gone now, don't you not miss it? No, it's real. People feel very weird about it. It's it's like uh, oh, if there's anything else, it's like losing your sense of smell or, or having some other sense suddenly drop out. Oh, I would you die know, if I and, lose, lost and, my sense of smell. And people smell. look at like, particularly women who have this described looking at like sexual uh, pictures and pictures and stuff, and it actually irritates them. It's like mm. oh, that's weird. That's peculiar. Why would people be like that? Right. Okay. All right. I'll buy that. Jill, twenty. Yeah, um, I was calling about, uh, I'm 20 years old, I've been married for just about a year and a half, and uh, about reaching orgasm with my husband, mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm getting the full potential on this. 
you're not given the full potential? No, I'm given that. He's fine. He's completely happy in the relationship. I am too, but as far as... Hold on. All I did was repeat what you just said, and then you went off of this whole tangent about uh, your no. husband being happy and fine. No, it's fine. You don't feel people. you're given full potential. I'm sorry? All right. Restate mm -hmm. your question, please. Okay, it's just the fact that I don't feel like I'm reaching my full compact capacity as far as... What does that mean? You're, that's a lot of uh, smokescreen here. What do you mean? Yeah, I figure I'm not either. I figure I'm good for like a quart and a half, and all I can nurse is a tablespoon out of myself. Uh, well, it's like I feel like myself. he's getting everything he wants to get out of it, and it's okay for me, but I don't feel like he's getting me up to where I should be. You're not having an orgasm. Exactly. Well, all right. That's all you got to say. All right, don't, don't talk about full potential orgasm. You're not having one. Exactly. Okay. Have you ever had one? Yeah. With another guy? Yeah. All right, try to keep that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> try to keep that out of the conversation. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, believe me, you're about two beers and an argument away uh, from bringing up uh, Bert, the guy you dated in high school. <laughs> <laughs> but see, I don't know if it's just I'm comfortable with him. I mean, God, he's my husband, you know. But right. Just, I don't feel like it's. All right. What What's did missing? The, what did the other guy do for you that uh, this guy's you know, not doing? No, it wasn't even in sex. It really wasn't. It ah. was. It was. Uh, it wasn't even well. It was oral sex, actually. Uh huh. That right. that happened with, and my husband performed that on me, and it's great, but it's not as I don't know. He doesn't know what he's doing. Exactly, I don't uh, know. You've got to teach him. Well, I've tried that though. Mm. Well, what have you tried? What do you mean? You know, I've tried. I've told him what feels good to me, this and that. But as far as just with sex itself, I guess that's the thing. I've never reached full orgasm just with sex. You itself. never had a orgasm with, with anybody. Exactly. That 20, that would be the routine. All right. That would be pretty much everybody. But at least we know you're capable of it uh, with the oral yeah. love. And uh, what you need is to train your husband sufficiently. I just feel like I'm under this, like, pressure from him because it's like another thing he brings up is, like, you know, did you come or this or that, and it's like... And you tell him yes when you haven't. Yeah. Right. Oh. Uh, when no. he performs oral sex, what would you say the main problem is uh, with him? With oral sex? Yeah. There's no problem with oral sex, and, uh, except for that I have this anxiety to to have intercourse with him. You know, it's it's you know. All right, but uh, w w was it not 45 seconds ago you were saying that he did not perform oral sex very well on you? No, no, oral sex was okay, but it was as far as I've never reached orgasm with him, having intercourse with him. Have but have you with anybody? No. Okay. Okay. Have you ever reached oral sex orally with your husband? Yes. <laughs> I swear to uh, didn't she just say she reached uh, orgasm with her old boyfriend only, orally? Only. only orally. I, uh, and only sorry, him. It was only orally. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, Engineer Mike, please, I want to start. I'm not trying to be one of those obnoxious callers. I'm not. All right. You can't, you, we can't play back tapes of, the, of these calls. I swear to God, I'm being gaslit. Uh, and the people are trying to drive mm. me insane. Let's <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the plan. Uh, you're, you're proceeding nicely with your mission, uh, Jill, number two. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but I don't listen. know what it is, though. I don't know. I mean, right. I, let, I let me try. just make sure we got, we're on the same page uh, here. Let, let me just point something out, Adam. Uh, if if uh, people were having recurrent patterns in their life where people were uh, consistently having problems in their interpersonal relationship, we'd generally say, gee, what's the constant in that? We'd say, hmm, it's you, Adam. Uh, you, 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 speaking of the name Adam, you, you change pattern to Padam. 
which I'm flattered by. But you guys uh, talk just as hard as everybody else, and you said orally, orally before. Yeah, you said, have you have you ever <laughs> reached oral sex through oral sex? Orally, orally. <laughs> what did I say? You said, have you reached oral sex through oral sex? Oh, if I said or, uh, or orgasm, oh, well, all right, but that was orgasm, and oh, for Christ's sake. I just, I don't understand. I don't know We know we're bad, but let me get to the bottom of Jill. All right, Jill, I'm going to ask you a, a series of simple questions. All right. Uh, you answer yes or no. All right. Have you ever reached an orgasm with your current husband, period? No. Okay. What what is the problem with oral sex that prevent that he is doing that prevents you from doing that? No, see, it, that's that, uh, what uh, is uh, the problem? I don't know. Okay. I, if if I knew, I wouldn't call. You know what okay, I mean? Okay, but there is a problem. He is not satisfying you with oral sex. I guess when it comes to oral sex, I get too anticipated into wanting to have intercourse. Because you want to satisfy him. Partially, yeah. I think that has a lot to do with it. Okay. And that's how I am, though. I want to make sure he's okay, and I don't... But I feel guilty, because it's like, I don't feel like I'm reaching what I should. Wow. All right, but listen. You're you're calling saying you're not reaching your orgasm potential. Uh, you're not being satisfied. But yet, when your husband uh, tries to give you some pleasure, all you can think about is satisfying him. Yeah. So... It's not really his fault, and yeah. you can't really blame him uh, because you're sort of uh, too antsy to have an orgasm. Well, she's too antsy to, to, for him to have one and to, to get it over right. with. Uh, why don't you do this, Jill? Okay. Why don't you have yourself a glass of red wine? I'll have a white Zinfandel right now. <laughs> okay, blush, whatever okay. it is. And let him uh, have uh, his, his oral sex with you. And, and make and a just, pact. Just don't, relax. Don't, don't have intercourse. Make, there, no make intercourse. Agree, it's oral no. night. It's uh, it's a big uh, licking hoedown. There will be uh, no intercourse. All right. But but you're going to have to be instructive to him. It, it's not going to be perfectly uh, a perfect event, an idealized event. It's going to be very mechanical, methodical, and you're going to put that time in so in the future he can do what he needs to do in, in a way that's more more satisfying to you. Yeah, I think more uh, couples ought to have oral sex night. What do you think about that? And I, they shouldn't even come in contact with the with each other. The man should put his penis through the mail slot of the front door. And <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> All right. All right, I'm going to perform uh, oral sex on Drew, and we'll be back in a minute. And Adam Carolla. Welcome back to Loveline on 98KUPD. Hey, this is Iggy Pop, and you're listening to Loveline with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. Yes, Iggy Pop. Well, it's high time Iggy come back on the show. Hmm. I uh, found him delightful. Mm-hmm. He's a bit of an enigma, this Iggy. Uh, I think uh, people have a different impression of him than uh, you would get if you sat down and talked to him. Right. Uh, sort of the uh, Alice Cooper type. Right. <laughs> He's on a cell phone on a golf course uh, somewhere talking to his accountant in right. Cabo. Right. Uh, then he's stage diving at uh, 51. Right. 
All right, uh, Adam Carolla, Doctor Drew. Uh, the show's sucking tonight, but we're gonna do a, uh, we're gonna make up for it by doing an extra kick-ass sucky show tomorrow. <laughs> Oh, tomorrow you're doing battle with Alexandra. Oh, Alexandra Paul from uh, Baywatch. And uh, like I said, she's been off Baywatch for 17 years, although uh, every time I turn on Baywatch, uh, there she is. So uh, I really don't believe she's off. But uh, Alexandra Paul from uh, Baywatch, the uh, level-headed one with the dark hair, will be in here to um, discuss why she wasn't in here uh, two months ago. So, Jason. What's up? What's up, Jason? You're 24. Uh, yeah, 24. What's happening? We're just talking to you, Jason. <laughs> Can I have a couple quick questions, bro? I'm not going to take up your time. My first one is this, okay? My, my girlfriend, she's, we're, she's a virgin. She wants to save herself to a marriage, okay? Mm-hmm. So we have oral sex. No big deal because she's like the first girl that's ever been able to got me off through a blowjob, you know? Oh, really? Yeah. Ever, yeah, a lot ever. of guys don't uh, don't yeah. get off with that. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, so, okay, so the thing is, I like to, like, masturbate like and it gets on her but the thing is though the question the question is like she's afraid that like if i stick my fingers back inside of her whatever and i have come on it that she might get pregnant is that true or i mean that's a, certainly a possibility i suppose is it just be yeah, careful well, never sure. i just thought that like the sperm died right when it hit the air no no <laughs> so no. it is a possibility yeah Okay. Yeah, what is the uh, lifespan of uh, and, and, sperm on and, greasy and, hands? And by the way, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I suspect what's behind those concerns more is uh, a desire for you to be more uh, delicate with how you uh, conduct yourself. Uh, you know what I'm saying? No, I don't. <laughs> uh, uh, help me, Adam. Uh, are you treating her uh, like the delicate flower that she is? Oh, yeah, fully. I mean, I fully love this girl. and I mean, I treat like a queen. You know? Well, then be a little more... Uh, because uh, the queen, uh, you would not approach the royal vagina with uh, sperm-laden hands. Yeah, I know. I've never done it, you know what I mean? But it's just, it's a question that she that she said one time, and, you know, it's like I was going to, after I did that, I was going to go, you know, just, you know, do some more, and then, I, then I'm like, she goes, no, you got that, so I went, I used the other hand. So it would be, it, it <laughs> Oh, it, it would be great. I hope you uh, wiped it under your armpit before you went in there. Uh, this <laughs> no, would, not yet. This would truly be uh, the modern uh, immaculate conception, <laughs> if, if you think of it, Drew. Yeah. Yeah. You know, is there? Uh, all right. Let me let, hold on a second, Jason. Here, Drew. Has there ever been a recorded instance of someone becoming pregnant uh, from other than um, uh, intercourse? Oh, I'm sure. Uh, how often do you really uh, hear about know, a I'm virgin sure. becoming pregnant? This concludes another podcast. One.com program.